Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be looking at price anchoring. This is part two. So part two of a series which is looking at price anchoring. Last part, we just looked at cost of moving analysis, how you can use your coma, is what we used to call it, um, to anchor to get your fees to be looking pretty favorable, to be fair. So if you haven't checked that one out already, go and check that episode out. And then today, we're going to be looking at how you can use price anchoring for your insurance premiums, because those are the things that we want to do. We want to be able to, this should be able to increase your overall insurance premium per client. And that's going to obviously ethically make sure that it's favorable to them. But the more insurance they have, usually the better covered they are for their solutions. So this is going to be a great way of how I used to do this and how I've helped some clients do this and how, how, um, yeah, we're just going to unpack that. So we're going to do that right now, which I'm super excited to dive into. So let's jump straight into the whole, well, the whole thing. Um, we're, so the first thing I want to talk about is this idea of price anchoring. So I'll just do an introduction of price anchoring before. I know we've already covered it on the other episode, but just to give you a brief introduction, I've got my notes in front of me here so I don't waffle on. But price anchoring is a strategy that involves presenting a high-priced option first. So this is also known as the anchor. And then you use that to make other prices seem more attractive in comparison. And it influences customers to potentially... Um, influences their perception, sorry, and it often leads them to choose a lower price option because it, they think it's more reasonable when compared to the anchor. Okay, so that's what it's talking about. Now, let's talk about this and how it works with insurance premiums because that's the the main thing of today's episode is how how can you use price anchoring, which is a social selling strategy, a social selling technique, which is what we cover in this episode. It's all about personal branding, content marketing, social selling, and we're going to cover that in here. So. One of the things that you want to, um, first of all, look at and how you can do with your premiums is if you're somebody, and this is, by the way, one of my clients chatting, chatting to me about this last week, they were saying how, I was saying, if you're somebody who you get to the end, if, first of all, if you're somebody who's selling insurance, well done, you're already ahead of the curve because the vast majority of mortgage brokers don't. But if you're somebody who, you know, like, let's say you, you do the mortgage, you finish the mortgage, and then you say, yeah, I'll send you over some insurance, like, like, policies to look at. You run them some quotes and then you send them those quotes in an email. Um, <laughs> this, if you're that person, then this is this is for you because the chances are, and this is what people do very often, that's not a good idea personally. That's a terrible idea. And actually I should probably do a whole episode on that as well. And I will do then. So I've just made a note of that. So I will do a, um, an, a like an episode on insurance appointments. But realistically, I'm a big believer that you should have an insurance appointment um, with that person, either that's by a Zoom over the phone, but don't be just sending them over a, a quote. And the reason why you do that is because the mistake when you when you send quotes over is it's very much an afterthought. And it goes right back to what we said in the previous one about anchoring, which is when you throw a price at somebody and there's no nothing for them to anchor it to, they're going to look at that price and go, wow, that's a lot of money. And especially with insurance, which in my opinion, most people should be taking about £150 a month. I know that's a very broad statement and I don't want to get shot down by every advisor. And I know because I've been in the industry, I know how it works. Um, but realistically, when I was an advisor, most of my premiums would be within that kind of 90 to 190 kind of mark. That's where it would normally be. And that's where it should be, really, in my opinion, for where I work, where I live and for the 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 the, the element of um, you know debt that needs to be covered for the people around me. So 
I think that if you're throwing £150 a month at somebody, that's a lot of money for them to think, oh, I'm going to pay that. So it's a lot of money if you're just throwing it at them on an email. Okay. So price anchoring becomes a really powerful tool, one that I used a lot as an advisor. So how would I use it? Well, first of all, I'd bring them in an insurance appointment. So that would be the first thing I would do. And I'd have the on a on a face-to-face or a Zoom. Um, and what you want to do, now the idea of price anchoring, as we said at the introduction, is having a higher price for them to understand the the value. Now, when done really well with insurance premiums, you should anchor to a price in the first appointment in my opinion. Now, this might differ. Matt Chapman, for example, who's a massive coach, uh, client of mine. Love that guy. Good friend. We've been friends for a long time. He's actually a very good friend. Um, but he might do a different thing to me here. So so don't you know? Don't quote me on either ones, but we all have different stances on this. Nearly 99% of what me and Matt talk about, by the way, are lines. But um, this might be different. I don't know. So, But my opinion is that a, a that you need to warm somebody up to the perception of what this is going to be. So when you're doing your first appointment, you should be talking about anchoring a a ballpark figure figure of a price for them. So I used to do this, and I know it's not like like good or bad, but I used to do the whole, you probably want to budget about 15% of the mortgage payment is what I would say. So you want to budget about 15% of the mortgage payment to get what I would call adequate cover. Obviously, this is just passing in comment. It wouldn't be something that I have in writing. It's not, but it'd be something that when we introduce the insurance, which I've talked about in episodes previously, and I definitely will talk about them again. I'm doing a bit of an insurance run at the moment just because I'm quite into it and I think it's helpful for you guys. Um, but we would talk about that and, I, and bring that up. Now, that's that's like a soft anchor. Okay, so that's a soft price anchor for insurance because what we're doing here is saying, Okay, Mr. and Mrs. You know, first-time buyer, or Mr. and Mr. First-time buyer, or Mr. and Mrs. and Mrs. First-time buyer. You are, you know, we are um, ready. You know, like well, you're going to have to budget for your property, and in that, I'm expecting you to budget for this, and expect it to be pretty substantially high. So there's a soft anchor in there of like, don't you know, if you're doing a mortgage of say, hundred, you know, thousand pound, a thousand pound a month, expect this to be like hundred and fifty pounds. And I'd say, you know, like minimum, expect to be spending around that much money. This is not like car insurance or, you know, £30 a month. We're talking serious money because there's a serious debt and a serious risk. So I would make sure that's a soft anchor. That anchor, I would then constantly reinforce throughout the appointments, throughout our, you know, we're going to talk to insurance, you know, obviously insurance about 15% of the mortgage. So just pretend you know, that's kind of what you should be budgeting in your head, about 15%, about 15% of the mortgage payment, about 15% of the mortgage payment, blah, blah, blah. I keep saying that over and over again. Again, numbers can be whatever you want. 15%, 10%, 20%, 25%, whatever you feel. It doesn't really matter. It's a soft anchor. It has no real bearing on how much they should or shouldn't have, but it's creating an idea of pricing. This person's not going to, and you're not saying around 150 pounds. So don't, when it comes to this type of anchor, make sure it is a soft anchor. You are not saying the amount Leave them to do the maths. They're not stupid. Let them do the whole, okay, so he's saying it's going to be like a 15%. I'm spending this much. Okay. And just keep making that sat there. Now, that's the soft anchor. This is when then we did a two-part prong attack with this one. Then you move into what I would call, which is the main price anchoring section, which is when you're now doing the 
appointment with them. You're, you've got you've you've done the solutions. What I would do is I would always do what I refer to as a full solution. Okay, it's what we always refer to as a full solution, um, and it was part of our compliance. I learned this when I was at Connells. We had to do this, and then and then I've just adapted it and, and evolved it over the over the years when I was advising outside of Connells, and then obviously with clients, I've we've evolved it and made it even better. But the goal with the full solution was. When we introduced this, and I would always introduce it at the beginning, you talk about what we're going to get, and I'll do a whole episode on all of those different things. But what we would talk about in this full solution is I would always make sure the client was aware of the full solution. I'd never send them a, a, a numbers thing. I would have a full solution in place to present to them at the first in the call. When we said, so we're now going to do the insurance. Let's talk about your risk. So when we spoke about this, you have this risk, this risk, and this risk. Okay, so here I've done some research. I've done my thing. This is the option. This is what I would refer to as the full solution. This is what we said to the client. That's what I refer to as a full solution. This is all this. What this does is this eliminates the risk. The word is really important for that. This eliminates the risk. And I would put, when I was face to face, I'd put the, the quote on the table. And they would look at it and they would go through. And then what they're going to do, they're going to go straight to the price. That's cool. But they need to go to that price. And it would be, 250, 300 pounds. And he'd be like, whoa. And that's the first thing I would do, put on the table. That's what this eliminates. Now, by the way, there's also stuff I'd say in previously where I would say things like, you know, there's only three reasons why you wouldn't take insurance. And one of the reasons would be that you can't afford it. And I'm going to help you get a bespoke package for that. So they're aware of this. They know this is going to be expensive, but they may have forgotten. And I'll say, and I wait for them to go, whoa, that's a lot of money. I, I can't afford that you said 15% of the mortgage or whatever, you know, all of that stuff. That though is the anchor. The full solution is the anchor. Now I can tell you right now, there are people who have taken that policy. I wouldn't even say here's number one, here's number two, here's number three. If you're an advisor, by the way, doing here's bronze, silver, and gold, and I bet you you're doing that, please don't, don't, don't do that. That's a bad thing. Bronze, silver, and gold, by the way, is a terrible way of presenting stuff, in my opinion, because of the infl in the 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 insinu in, in the uh, what's the word the it's it's the no one wants bronze. Everyone wants to be a winner. So if your the client is leaving thinking I took a silver package. That's not good. You don't want them to think they've took something subpar. You want them to think they've taken something bespoke that serves their needs, but could have been the full solution, which is what we, I, so I refer to it as eliminate the risk, reduce the risk, accept the risk. Those are the three, those are the three words we would use. I'd never refer to it as bronze, silver, or gold. And what we would do is, what I would do, and this is what, what I would recommend if you want to try it, is you you then project, you presented them with that full solution. Let them sink in. Let them think, what, what, what the hell is that? And then you'll say, what's your thoughts on that? And then they'll go, that's way too high. Okay, cool. What is and by the way, I would have had, depending on what I'm doing, I will have had a 20% a one. So I would have had like, what I, I probably have three to five other options that I would have made in the background that I would just pack together. And not like just life and kick. I would have real reasons from what they'd said from the right fact find. The next one I would present them, by the way, from because the anchor would, would then be a probably more like a 20%, 20% amount that would be this, the, that, that next kind of one. And that one would, let's say if it was 250 pounds was the normal one, was the full solution. This one might drop down to about 190. And I'd be like, okay, so what, 
Okay, so that's too much. Let me show you this other one that I've got. So this is the other one I've done this because I thought you might say that. It is a lot of money, but it is, as I said to you before, we need to, I need to make sure you're aware of this. This is the other one that's available. And this one, that's I've done it for this reason. I've covered X amount of IP because you've said this is important to so-and-so and so-and-so. I've covered this amount for this. I've made sure I've got this fib in there for in case anything was to happen. We've got like, you know, so you create a bespoke package. And I would say that's the thing. Now, that price is 190. That is now being anchored to the 250 pound a month. So that already is cheaper. And I say what this would be, and I, and I say what I would say this is, you've chosen to eliminate the risk of any income problems, but you're chose, you've chosen to reduce the risk in all the other areas. So that's, and then again, we've got these levers. Accept means no cover. Eliminate means all full cover. Reduce means some form of in between. So these words are that I'd be using, but remember it's anchored to the price at the beginning. So I would be doing this all the time and saying, so you've chosen to accept the risk of income, you know, so that, that most of them would probably be a full accept, sorry, a eliminate of normally life. Um, it would be a, a, a an accept the risk, no, a reduce the risk on some form of kick and a reduce the risk on IP normally, depending on what we're doing. So it would be like a slight move around. If they said no to that one, I would then say, if they said that's too much, I'd say, okay, that's fine. I did think that as well, but I just want you to be aware of it. Here's the next one then. If you notice, why we're saying is, I did think you would say that is what I would reinforce with them every single time. So it's this idea of my job is to make sure you're fully informed and all I'm doing is anchoring and every time that price becomes Every time I present a new one, that new one is being anchored against the one before it. And each time it's looking cheaper. Yes, it's less quality cover, but it's anchored to a higher price. And they're not aware. If you say to somebody, I've got five options. There's the cheapest one here and the highest one here. They're going to go for a middle. You don't want that. What you want is to be able to anchor them with price anchoring. You want them to anchor slowly down because they will adjust to their attitude of risk. And that allows them, you to, to oftentimes they would take the second one. So either the, the first, first altered bespoke version would often be the one from 250 to that one. Well, yeah, that's actually a lot cheaper. I'll take that 190. At that point, then I would say to them, if they said, I want to go ahead, and this is where it's really important with price anchoring. If they had said, I want to go ahead on that 191, and I've told you I've got maybe three other options in the bag, this is the bit where you win their trust and it's where you anchoring works really, really well. I would then say, great, I like that one. I have one other one I want to show you. I do want to show it to you just so you have the, all the options available. You notice how I say one, I don't say I've got three. I say I've got one other option available for you that I've made, but I just wanted to make it available to you to understand. And you pull out that one that is cheaper. Why do you do that? Because that's going to, you You want them to go, you pull it out and you go, there's this one here. This one is £145 a month. So it's still significantly high, but it's £145 a month. You know why? The reason why we do this, the reason why you show them, you know, look, I just want you to know this is what it does, does this, this is where this is where it's reduced, this is where you accept, this is where you've eliminated. And it'll most likely will be significantly less cover than the other one before. Why do we do this? Why is this important in the anchoring, price anchoring kind of psychology behind this? Because, and it's very important to understand this, you do not want them, and this is why bronze, silver, and gold isn't a good idea. You do not want them to leave thinking that this specific one is, um, you do not want them to leave, sorry, thinking that the, the product they took was subpar. They do not want them to think the product they took was worse, was the, was the lesser of the two. You do not want that. Plus, so you want them to show 
the, there is a lower level product you can have. And if, if they move down one, that's great. If they move down one and don't go, I've actually got another one, don't do that. If they move down one, awesome, still pretty good. But majority of people won't. Majority of people will go, oh no, no, because you've got them to commit already. I'm interested in this one. You just, I just want to show you this one, just because if there's, if you're, if you're not sure about cover, if, you know, if, if, if finances is something you're a little bit concerned about, there is another one that you can look at. I don't, I just don't want you to think, take something you're not comfortable with. You now look as well, very trusting. You look like you're not trying. Imagine this, you're trying to, you're trying to, you're not, but I'm seeing this idea of you're an insurance salesman and you're just saying to that person, wait a minute, don't spend this much. I don't potentially want you to spend this much. I want you to have a look at this one because this could be a cheaper option for you they're most likely going to say, no, thank you, because they don't want the bog, the bog standard option, which to them there is, even though there's four other versions or five, you know, as many versions as you want. But they don't know that. And what they want to do is they want to feel like they're, they're middle. We like to take the middle one. But when you anchor to the highest one first, the perception of what is actually required to make this thing work is established. By the way, this is exactly the same reason why when I jump on a discovery call with people, I talk with people, I am literally like, do not even try. And I do this all the time. Do not even try and think that you're going to make any success with content marketing for at least 18 months. Why do I do that? Because I anchor it. People will be successful before 18 months, but I am massively putting my second, my, my, the, the, the thing in the ground, my flag in the ground and saying, this is anchor you're not going to get anywhere in 18 in a minimum of 18 for a minimum of 18 months because this is how much i need you to understand how serious this work is to get to the results you want at that point any result we get before after eight before 18 months is a result i know it's possible in 18 months i know it's possible in about a year depending on the person's work effort depending on all these different things but what i do know is when that 18 months is established we know that's the minimum amount Again, I'm not saying 18 months and making it up. I'm saying 18 months because that's where nearly everybody, if they work hard enough, eventually have a long enough time horizon around 18 months is where it works. 18 months, two years is kind of that ballpark. It's exactly the same thing with this. You want to try and anchor. This is the full solution. I'm not lying to you. This is what it would cost to you to be fully covered so that your children never have to worry. You never have to worry that your family are not, not looked after. And I wouldn't be doing my job if I don't show you this. Massive anchor. Then you move down and you move down slowly and you re-anchor against the other one over and over again. Now, this might seem like you might listen to this and think, Ash, I'm getting excited. Look at that. You might think, Ash, this is a lot of stuff. This is overkill for insurance. It is overkill for insurance. If you if you think it's overkill for insurance, then you won't do very well. Insurance, first of all, should be have a lot of pressure on it. It should have not pressure, a lot of um, a lot of time on it. You should put pressure on it yourself. It should be something you focus on. This should be something you spend time to do as an advisor, because this is the stuff that makes people feel heard, listened to, and, and, and respected. And it's all about that. If you're pinging off emails with a bronze, silver, gold, and wondering why you're getting like 10% penetration on your clients, that is exactly why. Most clients are going to say yes to some one of those solutions. It's all about the prep work. And you'll be able to know what that is. But it's this is it's all about how you how you present it and how you work within these sales frameworks. And they are persuasion frameworks. They've existed for a long time. I didn't invent them. It's not me who's made this up. It's not my some sort of idea. I love it. People say to me, like, you can really smart this. No, I just read lots of sales books. I was very, very interested and am very interested in how sales and persuasion works. That's why I do it. 
And I still do it to this day. I literally spend every day. I, le I read two to three books a week, by the way, for this. So this is this stuff works. So that's how you can use um, income protection. Oh, sorry, income protection. That's how you can use price anchoring as to sell more insurance or increase your insurance premiums or get an in or, or to not, maybe not so you can increase your insurance premiums. But from a consumer duty point of view, how you can help your clients get the best possible outcome for them, you've got to be able to persuade them and show them that. So that's what we're going to be looking at now. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're going to cover in the next episode because this is one's here, but I'm on the roll with insurance, so we probably will do that. But if you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, drop me a DM at Ash Borland on Instagram or any platform, and I will see you in the next episode, all right? Bye.